Welcome to the Marshall Pruitt Podcast and a new series titled GTP 2023. What is it? Doing interviews with manufacturers, drivers, teams, all the folks that interest us as we get ready for IMSA's brand new hybrid formula. Prototypes coming next season. Acura, BMW, Cadillac, and Porsche all signed up for year one. Lamborghini coming in 2024 all using these hybrid GTP prototypes. And for this episode, we have David Salters, HPD president. Longtime Formula One engine man moved over to HPD and has been instrumental in taking them into the world of hybridization, something he knows about. I think we might also hear a little bit of uh, motorsports manager Chuck Schiffsky at some points. Speaking with David following Acura's recent Road Atlanta test, one that was cut short talk a little bit about that adversity, but also get into some of the cool stuff about these cars. David is a master at explaining things as well. So going to lean on David to do more of that as we get close to the launch of the formula here in January of 2023 and beyond. So got more coming, going to try and do as many of these episodes as we can, getting ready for this new era of IMSA racing and also continue it into the launch here at the end of Daytona at the Rolex 24. Why don't we start off, David, talking about three days, most of three days, running under uh, sunny conditions for the most part in Road Atlanta, ongoing testing of the ARX 06 uh, GTP effort. Know that there was a little bit of an issue on Monday and then uh, a little bit of a oops on Wednesday. But tell me about what you took away from this test that was additive um, and maybe we'll also talk about how folks who think testing goes perfectly, y'all don't know why they call it testing because not everything goes perfectly, but even the things that don't go right, those are things you can learn from. That's, that's the, the clues in the name is called testing, isn't it? So the, <laughs> um, ex- ex- exactly that. So it was a mixed bag. Um, we weren't thrilled or delighted, obviously that we ended up with a couple of problems and, um, you know, ended up going off track and we all know Road Atlanta is pretty unforgiving. Um, so there is no margin for error there, but, um, the loads on the car are very high there. So that's, that's why we go there. Um, it was a mixed bag. We, um, we had a problem. We had a component failure, um, much better to know now than, um, later on. And we're trying to understand why that component failed, uh, we were able to manage the conditions after that and got out and did some good work. So that was okay. Um, actually, we made some good progress in in some of the areas that were on high on the jobs list. So that was good. Um, we weren't, you know, it was a challenge that we had a component failure that ended up in the car having a problem. But we are understanding that at the moment. And uh, yeah, that's what new cars are about and that's what testing is about we're sort of generally pleased with the new car um so that's good and we've but we've got i think i've mentioned it we've got a lot to do it's uh we we do have a lot to do but the the boys and girls are all enjoying the challenge um so um yeah if i was sum up atlanta um a couple of challenges but a lot was learned so uh testing um 
we'll learn and we'll move on. So not not too bad, really, Marshall. Um, when we stand back and look, plainly you get a bit frustrated and you know about things. But that's that's exactly. It's a brand new car. It it's not it it bits will go wrong. We have to find out what's going to go wrong and work through. So testing can be many things all at the same time. Sometimes you can segment what uh, a test might be, meaning we're going to pursue one particular area of development or uh, education. Sometimes it's trying to again achieve many things at once. Where would you describe uh, your approach might be right now, or I guess if we're talking phases or, or time, where would you say uh, you're at with the Air X06's testing and development plan? And I'd say one of the most interesting things I read coming out of the test was from Cadillac's Richard Westbrook, who was very clear in saying, we're learning about the car. It's telling us a lot of things. That's fantastic. We're getting to know it and its needs, but don't mistake the fact that we're out there charging at 100% maximum attack and everything is truly about pure lap time. Uh, this is more of a uh, going to school approach to testing than maximizing <clears throat> uh, lap time at this stage. Would that be a, a similar approach you would say to where you're at uh, with the Air X06? One hundred percent. We are we are all getting to know each other, us, us and the car, and all the systems on the car. There's a lot of systems on the car now. You've got hybrid system. We got new new engine. You have got all the software that we've written to control everything. You have got brake by wire. You've got uh, a brand new car with its vehicle dynamics sat underneath it. You've got different aerodynamics. Uh, all the yeah, everything everything is new. Um, so we are all um, getting to know each other at the moment. So get get to know your face. Um, we've had the polite introductions. <laughs> We're in the get to know you face, and sometimes impolite introductions, as you could see at Atlanta. So we've had the polite and impolite introductions, and it's to get you to know your face. But it's trying to get miles on the car and, and work through all the systems. The more systems you put on the car, it seems to become... Uh, more than incrementally complicated. I've had that in my previous life where we've got lots of systems on a Formula One car and uh, lots of head scratching. This is not too bad, but it's a huge step. So, uh, yeah, get to know you phase and just working through, getting mileage, getting everything working properly, procedures, safety, all that sort of stuff. So, uh, yeah, we're not too worried about lap time at the moment. It is what it is. But, um, you know, we've got some it's pretty good light at the end of the tunnel. So, But we've got a huge amount to do. And, you know, the first race is a nice, relaxing 24-hour race. <laughs> so, and, and the biggest one of the season. So that's no, no pressure. None. <laughs> so, none. So we're just at none. So we're just about that racing. I was... Um, having a conversation the you know we've got a lot of extremely motivated people and stuff and you all wanted to go perfectly and life does not go perfectly but um we're just sitting back and enjoying the challenge everything is new we love the dpi car but you can imagine 
what, what's your options here? Carry on with that for X and more years and just keep sort of tickling things or have this massive sort of disruption and a whole new set of technology. And we need to make sure we enjoy the massive disruption and the whole new set of technology and we'll all take a step forward. And it's, you know, for our young, I've mentioned to you, for our young engineers, it's really quite mesmerizing to be playing with all this new stuff. And that's, that's how we sort of grow people and develop technology. But the real pleasure is growing the people. So while we're having our ups and downs, it's actually very rewarding seeing everyone learn and grow and stretch. Me, me too. That's, that's actually why I do it personally. So uh, you're a curious, cool. you're we got, curious lad, David. That's why, we, that's why we love you. It's pretty cool, but we have a shitload of stuff to do. Yeah, yeah, fair point. <laughs> Let me ask one or two other. No, no, no. Let me ask one or two other things, David. And, and I think from just helping fans to understand uh, what goes on uh, at early-ish tests like this with a new vehicle, especially one, as you've mentioned, more complex than we have ever seen, uh, at least in North American prototype racing. So you have brake-by-wire for the first time in IMSA prototypes. You have uh, your, your shifting actuation. You have your throttle. Uh, I would imagine that would be uh, drive-by-wire as well. You've got lots of other systems going on. All must perform perfectly in an independent capacity, but also, especially with this new hybrid hybridization uh there's a lot of interaction right there's a lot of intersection between aha well when i apply the brake i apply the throttle i do a a number of things well now it's not just i step on throttle car goes forward i step on brake car slows down there's a lot of talking and interaction between harvesting and deployment and uh, a lot of folks that need to be making handshakes you know uh, million times per second type thing you tell talk about that a little bit because you can do tons of bench testing right you can spend all day in a a dyno cell or or in a a private off-track scenario trying to get everyone to talk but getting on track and having the car hot and bouncing and under all kinds of loads and you name it that's really the environment where you need to see if everyone's talking and if you need to adjust this to happen a fraction of a second faster or this slower you talk about that interplay of, of systems and especially the electronic side now where hey going and pounding around road atlanta or name the other track this is really the valuable place where we get to learn how these things are intersecting and if and where we might need to improve yeah there's multiple systems all interacting and um, let's let's use an example to point it out so um you, you're coming flat chat into a corner and you go to brake. So um, you want to harvest energy off the rear axle with the MGU. So um, so you use the MGU, the motor, and the on the rear axle to start generating electricity uh, and charge the battery. That plainly changes, that's on the rear axle. So that changes what braking would normally be on the rear axle. So then you have a brake-by-wire system that thinks, oh, well, um, you know, there's X newton meters of extra braking coming off the motor. I should probably reduce that on the rear. 
so that my driver doesn't get a different feeling. Because remember, the, the amount you regen will depend corner to corner, all that sort of stuff. And the thing you need to do, the driver needs to get the same thing every time. If if it's a lottery <laughs> going into each corner, you will not have a happy driver. And none of us would be very happy. Bear in mind, the car is on the raggedy edge, isn't it? It's um, the skill of these drivers. The car is dancing into the corner. Um almost in a semi-unstable condition, but you need to make sure it's repeatable. So you start braking. Okay, you start harvesting energy, right? Do something with the rear braking so that you reduce it a little bit, but then you actually, then the engine normally is engine braking. So what, what's, what's the engine do now? So then you have to change your engine braking. Um, so that's one, two, three systems all start to need speaking. And then as you go through the corner, you may want characteristics to vary. So then you want to do that probably because you can, and that's the excitement of it. And then it still needs to all be the same. And you arrive at different corners at different speeds. So how do you map all that? Or how do you give the driver control of all that? And then the grip of the tire is changing. So then you need to compensate for that probably. Or the driver's skill can compensate for that because he, he learns how to deal with the tyre. So you've got the motor regening, you've got the brakes that need to do something, you've got the engine braking, and you're trying to maintain the balance of the car so you have a happy driver. Um, so all those systems need to work together. So you end up with a thing called a torque coordinator, typically, that tries to manage all those torques. So torque from motor, torque from engine, torque from brakes. And then your brake temperature is changing. So brakes get hot and cold, and then the friction of those brakes changes each corner. So how do you deal with that now? So because you want the right torque on the brake, and maybe it went down a bit because the motor gave more, but what is the right torque? So you need to know about that. So you can see we've got a bit to do, Marshall, to be honest with you. <laughs> I just want to say, by the way, I'm a little bit angry with you because I did go to the HPD website and I applied for the job of torque coordinator. No calls back, <laughs> no response, Salters. You and I got a real issue to deal with here. Um, so we, we we have torque coordinator with a big stick sat in the ECU. <laughs> that's trying to, that someone has thought about some logic to give it some rules. So it tries to sort all this out. So, uh, yeah, Miss, Miss, Mrs. or Mr. Talk Coordinator tries, but that's all written. Some bright young something has to write all this stuff and take into account basically endless possibilities. So you can see the, the fun and the challenge. That's quite different from a normal, typical racing car, isn't it? So, and that's, that's just one corner you're going into yep. what what do you do at the back of the car brilliant and this is so. part of the fun that uh i'm looking to continue or start to bring now that i'm yeah back with uh doing imsa coverage and gtp in particular this is one of the areas that i'm just looking so forward to continuing to open up in good folks like yourself and others to share and explain some of these things to fans because it granted these cars will be homologated soon and there will be a lot of things that are locked down but there's also many areas that will be subject to ongoing development that will allow yourselves to different differentiate yourself from your competitors and vice versa and we just have some awesome stuff to talk about not just what colors the cars are and how pretty they are going around in circles but actual hey 
beneath the bodywork, and it might be in a little electronics box. It might be in the gearbox. It might be wherever, but we have some fun and interesting and new stuff to talk about, to explain, and to appreciate. And I know, uh, obviously, this is an area that you love as well. So, yeah, hopefully uh, yeah. We'll, we'll get to do a lot more conversations like this about other areas and facets of the car for uh, fans to uh, to dig into and grasp. We, we full on to do that. If we have to show some stuff or make some little animations, I'll speak to Chuck. We some pictures, whatever. and As long as they involve um, elephants. That's my only mandate. They, Elef- elephants. I, I can't wait to write that, by the way. I got the slide from Chuck yesterday. So... <laughs> Yeah, we sent we sent you our elephants. Exactly. We'll figure out what I don't know what happens at the back. We'll think about something that happens. Well, the talk coordinator is going to become a character, isn't it? So, uh, pachyderm some, wrangler. Some, We're going to change torque cor, cor, torque coordinator to pachyderm wrangler. I think that's what we'll do. Yeah, folks have no idea what we're cat, talking about, but that's okay. Cat, um, cat herder. There we go. Talk cat herder. There we go. Let me uh, let me ask one one final question, uh, David, about this test. And I know that obviously y'all are moving on to other tests. Um, I know Porsche wasn't there, but they have five hundred days booked at Sebring coming up here, or some silly number. And you know, every manufacturer is out just trying to go mad uh, to get ready before homologation. The homologation date hits. Speed side. Right, Not a big factor for where we're at right now, but I did hear, I'm not asking you to confirm any of this, but I did hear that in terms of <clears throat> the the pace across the all the manufacturers running at Road Atlanta that got really close to the faster race pace uh, for the DPI class at Petit Le Mans. And it, to me, at least at this stage, that's really encouraging knowing that as we spoke, nobody's out there flat chat, you know, hundred percent, uh, whatnot. It does sound like David, uh, that we do have some vehicles with this new formula that, uh, let's just say lap records next year, uh, unless IMSA applies some sort of heavily restrictive BOP. It sounds like lap records could be falling or some could be in jeopardy. All could be in jeopardy. Again, I'm not asking you to tell us how fast you went, but would it be fair to say to fans, though, that these cars might be a little quicker than we anticipated a year ago or, or whenever we started hearing about uh, predictions from the series of where they would fall? I hope so. I don't honestly know, but I hope so. I mean, the it looks promising, doesn't it? And, you know, a lot of people have put effort into these cars, and they've learned a lot from the previous generation of cars, so that's a great learning thing. You've got a lot of brilliant teams and plainly I'm particularly uh, in love with our own brilliant teams. And then you've got world-class driving talent. So there's a lot of good things in the pot that, um, you know, uh, give rise to significant optimism, don't they? So let's, let's see. But I think um, everything evolves and, uh, Cars evolve, drivers evolve, teams evolve, and we, you know, was, we're looking at a, a pinnacle series here, um, global pinnacle series. So, yeah, it makes you happy to be involved with it, that's for sure. And I think the other bit is the cars just look pretty cool, don't they? Mm. So, so, so 
the I'm a little biased, but I think the cars look great as well, which is a big thing. This is entertainment. The cars need to look fast. I think they look fast. They appear to go fast. So, uh, and there's going to be a fair number of them with some extremely talented drivers. So, uh, I'm I'm very optimistic. But let's you know, let's see. Time will tell. Sounds sounds as well, folks. One of the things yeah. that folks forget about. Yes, the visuals are beautiful yeah. and amazing. Of course, that we that's a given. But folks forget or undervalue the importance of sound and just the the how that registers with folks. And from what I've heard in the various videos posted by manufacturers over the last couple of months or whatever of their testing and some that I saw coming out of road Atlanta again. Obviously, the Porsche wasn't there, but the the Cadillac sounds like someone unearthed a 900 year old v8 it's it's like a primordial v8 sound as american as can be then we get this high revving beautiful sound from your uh turbocharged v6 the bmw oddly enough with its exhaust configuration for its turbo v8 sounds to me almost four cylinder ish but I don't think folks will have any issue spotting, close your eyes, and you can tell which GTP car is coming. Wasn't always the case when we've had a, a proliferation of lower revving twin turbo V6s. So the sound part as well, I'm really excited about. So thanks to you for uh, embracing yeah, I, revs, by the way. Yeah, no, I'm particularly, um, we've pushed ourselves a lot and we've made choices that were not easy choices especially for the president who lies awake worrying about all this stuff. <laughs> so the, so, but it's a racing car. You need at the start to put all your ingredients, all your magic ingredients in, and you need to take some risks. It'll take us, honestly speaking, it's going to take us, I don't know, a year to get to grips with it all, I would say, averagely, if you look across the field and stuff. It's a brand new racing car and it's very sophisticated. So we put all our magic ingredients in. One of them is a high revving, very efficient, very compact, uh, real racing engine that is designed for purpose. So I think we're very proud of that, Marshall. And uh, we're trying to do our best to A, make a great racing car and also entertain people. It is an entertainment, isn't it? It's a sport, it's an entertainment. So the fact that we're going to sound different, I think they all sound distinctive and, you know, 10 or 12 of these things rushing towards you, I think is going to be quite spectacular, I hope. So, uh, yeah, yeah, we're pleased. I thank you for the acknowledgement and, uh, you know, we're, we're pleased that we're trying to push, you know, push things forward, but also make it a real real racing car so we'll, we'll see but it's, yeah it's pretty cool amen amen 